Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. Double two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel. Right. With Michael Lorenzen's no hitter. Props to Tony Finn. He, I think, uh, I think uh, Lorenzen's going to have a big game and a great start. And uh, first time since uh, 1960 that a player gets traded to a team and pitches a no-hitter in his home debut. Let's say you got to love baseball, great story. And I'm seeing now um, his mother his mother and his, uh, his girlfriend or his wife and, you know, them freak out during the game and stuff. Even like you see big league players, right, that you know what I mean? Have won World Series or whatever. Like they're like kids. Whenever you know when something like this happens, uh, unbelievable. You have to go all the way back to 1960, as we talked about. Before that, the only ever times it happened was 1898, 1892, and 1884. Incredible stuff. Great stuff. And you know what was good, Babano? What I liked about it was uh, I bet the under of this game. <laughs> so it's, I'll spin it to to, to about me. Um, <laughs> Uh, here, you know, I thought the Nationals, you know, could could hang around. Actually, the Nationals have been hot recently. They're like five, six, and one in the last seven, whatever. The Nationals have been playing good baseball, but it seemed to me this game just seemed like an under. I thought, you know, they're not getting the ten runs tonight. Never in a million years did I think this guy was going to throw a freaking uh, no hitter uh, tonight. But awesome stuff. This is what baseball is all about. And I tweeted it out earlier. Um, you know, Babano, how many possibilities can happen in a baseball game? Like the amount of like the amount of like plays, the different things that can happen. I've always talked about like how crazy it is. And I still I'm trying to find like on a single play how many things can happen. But we've got it nailed down to a game now. Twelve million three hundred and eighty six thousand three hundred and forty four possible plays to a baseball game, Babano. Think about that. Wow. Like a hockey That's game, a whatever. It's hard to, yeah. yeah, like a hockey game, all right, you shoot the puck, there could be a fight, that could go into the corner. Like, there's, you know, a couple of hundred different things that could happen. Like, I tweeted out, like, if you, let's say you th- shoot a three-point shot, it could go in, it might not go in. It might rebound to the left, it might rebound to the right, it might be a short rebound, soft rebound, you might get fouled. Okay, there's like seven or eight things that could potentially happen, the outcome. You throw a football, might get intercepted, it might be incomplete. I guess it could be a pick six. There's, you know, four or five things that could happen, a sack, you know, et cetera. You throw a baseball, Babano, like, like tonight, Babano, someone hit it to, to the to the wall in Boston. The ball somehow went through one of the little red lights on the scoreboard on the green monster. 
Like, not in a million years have you told a player, listen, I'll give you $5 million if you can hit a ball through that little light. <laughs> right? Like, right? Like, right? You end up with 12 million possibilities with every Exactly, hit. but I don't know. Now you said it earlier. Or maybe poor John Sterling gets hit in the face with a foul ball after the pitch. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pistol players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. So I've been talking about how there are 12,386,344 possible plays to a baseball game. And I stand corrected. My bad. You know, I didn't get the number right. As uh, Remmost on Twitter wants to uh, say, it's actually 12,386,345 as he sends me a picture of Randy Johnson. And smoking that bird. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? That, that's what I'm saying. You don't know. Hey, the pitcher is going to throw the ball, and a bird is going to perfectly time itself and like a kamikaze suicide mission into this baseball. Poor bird. Um, happened. It happened again this year, actually. Obviously, not Randy Johnson, but it did happen. And uh, same thing. The pitcher was traumatized after by it. People think it's funny and stuff, but like Randy Johnson, Randy Johnson might have wanted to beat up people on the street in New York that got in his face. But like Randy Johnson talked about being severely rattled after he killed the bird, except it wasn't, you know, wasn't your fault, Randy. So Ian Cameron will rejoin us in a couple of minutes. We'll get into the football games. We've got NFL football. Football. We got a doubleheader on Thursday night. Interesting. A lot of line movement going on with the total of the Texans and the Patriots again. The total was all the way up to 39 earlier in the week. It hit 36 and a half. I'm seeing the 37 uh, right now. The Houston Texans are three and a half point favorites. Meanwhile, the Seattle Seahawks were four and a half point favorites. Now they are three and a half point favorites over the Minnesota Vikings. The total is 35. This game is in the Pacific Northwest. We'll get into the NFL preseason. Let's talk some college football. But Bano said he liked BYU to go under the number uh, last week. We'll see if he has anything else up his sleeve collegiately. NFL futures. It's time to start pulling the trigger. The season's going to be, you know, the season's nearly here, man. College football starts in two and a half weeks. Like, uh, it's it, it's getting real. So if you're just joining us, if you're just getting out of jail, you're just uh, waking up from a drunken stupor and or coma, there was a no-hitter tonight in Major League Baseball. Michael Lorenzen uh, throws uh, the no-hitter. The fourth no-hitter of the year. Just last week, we had a perfect game. Now we got a no-hitter. I'm not expecting to be a couple of more moving forward. Cal and Stanford's move to the ACC facing roadblocks. Yeah, like 3,000 miles, you mean? <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Oh, yeah. Let's do this thing. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Portrage. I am Gable Morenci. Ian Cameron kicking with us uh, right now. All right, uh, Babano. We'll get to the CFL. Let's start off with the National Football League. We've got uh, two games on top on Thursday night. A lot of movement with this total. It was a high number, man, earlier in the week. It was like 38 and a half. It went up to 39. I saw 36 and a half earlier in the day. Now I'm seeing a 37 uh, with this total. Belichick and the Patriots do find themselves in a lot of high-scoring, crazy preseason games. He's pretty aggressive in the preseason. Like, he doesn't punt. He'll go for it. And Belichick is aggressive in the preseason. So the total was kind of high. And uh, the Houston Texans are three-and-a-half-point road favorites right now in Foxborough. And just for the record, in front of their... um, fancy new, they need a fancy new quarterback, but instead, Babano, they have a fancy new uh, video scoreboard. (laughs) Uh, It's actually the biggest scoreboard. You know, Dallas had the biggest scoreboard? Uh, Robert Kraft, it's no more. Robert Kraft now is the largest scoreboard video screen, I guess, in the world. Uh, I saw they unveiled it the other day, so we'll see it for the first time in action tomorrow night. But, um... It's, it, it, Houston are starting C.J. Stroud, a quarterback. you got Davis Mills and Case Keenum, and um, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you think, if you think anything, and I won't hold it against you if you're not betting the game, but are you betting the first game tomorrow night in the NFL? Well, uh, definitely I'm going to bet the first game because to me, there's we'll get to it. I, there's nothing I like at all in Minnesota-Seattle. This game is a little bit different. You know, I do think Houston's a deserving road favorite when you consider, well, first of all, D'Amico Ryans is a brand-new head coach, and a lot of times in the preseason, the new head coaches want to put a good showing out there, especially in that first game. You might see that from Houston. You know, we'll see how C.J. Stroud plays. on. The, I don't think he's going to play very much, but he will start this game, maybe a couple of series against uh, the New England uh, starting defense, assuming how many uh, how much of that starting defense we'll see remains to be seen. But I like their rotation after that. You know, I don't want Davis Mills as my week one starter, but in the preseason, I think he can move the ball. You know, and he's certainly been around on this Texas Texans team now uh, for multiple seasons. And then behind him, you've got just the, the, the veteran, you know, the steady veteran, Case Keenum, you know, who's going to probably play the, the latter part of this football game. So I think there's going to be opportunities for Houston, you know, to be able to have some success moving the football late in this game. New England, you said it, Dave. I look back, and New England has this crazy track record of 28, 24, 31, like, big numbers in week one of the preseason that they put up. And I can't explain it. Maybe it's just, you know, you're right, they treated a little looser. Uh, They're a little more aggressive on the offensive side. But the New England Patriots have put points on the board in the week one preseason game back several years. We know Mac Jones probably isn't going to play here. So the quarterback rotation is going to fall to Bailey Zappi, who, of course, got starts last year, meaningful playing time with New England in the regular season. And then after that, you got Trace McSorley, who was with the Ravens organization before that, and now with New England. And you've got the rookie Malik Cunningham. And Normally, Gabe, I'm always reluctant of saying the rookie quarterbacks, the first-year quarterbacks are going to make you know things happen in the preseason. But look what we saw with Dorian Thompson-Robinson you know, in the Hall of Fame game against Cleveland. And why was he able to be effective? He used his legs. He's incredibly athletic. And, you know, Malik Cunningham kind of has some of that profile. We know at Louisville, the guy could absolutely run with the football great mobility, great athleticism to make plays when the pocket collapses. So not only do I lean Houston from a side perspective, but I know they bet this thing under. It just seems like there's more than enough capable, sturdy, and in a lot of cases, athletic quarterbacks. It makes me think now this total's gone too low at the 36 and a half, 37 that we're seeing here. So I think the over is going to be a bet of mine here in this game as well. Knowing New England's put up points in week one preseason games in years past, and I don't mind the quarterbacks really on either side of this game. 
I think the New England Patriots quarterback situation is better for a preseason game. And I think, and I said this earlier on Game Time Decisions, about because as you stated, Ben, you look, it's like, wow, it's a pretty good quarterback room, actually. Davis Matt, you know, Davis Mills is a serviceable quarterback. Um, Case Keenum is a longtime vet that's been around for a long time, as you stated. And C.J. Stratton has a ton of upside as, uh, as a young star quarterback coming into the National Football League. But... What happens in the the second halves of these preseason games, man? You need to have a mobile quarterback. You can be a veteran quarterback, but it doesn't help you if you. Know I mean, your your offensive line is getting you murdered, and you're you have to throw the ball away because you don't want to get hit. And Malik Cunningham. And if this to is me, Keenum versus Malik in the second half, that's a, that's that's a fair point. That Malik's going to be able to make things happen with his feet a lot more than maybe say Case Keenum will. Yeah, Malik Cunningham and Trace McSorley can as well. And Bailey Zappi's good, right? They're not even really sold on Mac Jones anyways. Yeah, I don't think, you know, Mac Jones won't be there for the long-term future. But I don't think Bailey Zappi's good enough to displace him. But Bailey Zappi's good enough to put a little mini show on in the preseason here. And I do expect big things from Malik Cunningham. I'll be on the Patriots plus the three-and-a-half points. And as you stated, Babano, and I don't call you out for it for for thinking, well, you know, a new coach and all this. And I everybody says that, right? It's just one of the it's a talking point. It's actually not true though. Like coaches and I do agree that they they sort of like to win, but they generally don't. Actually, to be honest, They're like if you look, let's see, like new new coaches in in the NFL. Uh, like Kevin O'Connell last year, Minnesota Vikings. First year as a head coach in the NFL with the Vikings. 0-3 in the preseason. Yeah, it's case by case, no doubt. Case by case. Yeah, Brandon Staley's been the coach of the um, he's been the coach of the Chargers for two years. He's won one preseason game in two years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's won literally one preseason game. Sean McVay's another one but battle that really does not care. McVay is like one of the kingpins of not caring in the preseason. He is uh, one yeah. and five straight up in his last six in the last two years. They're one and five uh, straight up. But something about Belichick, guys, they don't play looser, but battle. He's just insane. Like they actually play to win the Patriots in the preseason. Um, last year they stumbled. They went one and two. But the year before that they were three and zero. Oh. The year before that three and one. The year before that three and one. Um, yeah. Belichick overall fifty and thirty eight. And if you look at Belichick as well, guys, fifteen. And eight straight up in week one preseason games, Babano. You know, and I've noticed, like, I've dug down deeper into so sort of like week ones in different weeks. Like, this is one something that really stands out here is, um, is uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton in week ones of the preseason is eight and nine. So it's hit or miss. Okay, whatever. Week two of the preseason, he's eight and seven. Week three of the preseason, Babano, the you know the so-called dress rehearsal, eleven and three. There's something to that. It's pretty clear. Peyton doesn't care until he does about the preseason dress rehearsal. And get this, the last preseason game, he's two and fourteen straight up in his career, Babano. Like it's you wouldn't so know he, he doesn't care about the first preseason game the way they're betting Denver Friday yeah, night in that saying, game. We're like, he's telling you. We all know. Like, Peyton's telling you. After they play, so now they're only playing three games. So, basically, the three becomes the two now. Yeah, I'm not running the window to take the Broncos here, Babano, in the first one. I will in the second one when they dial it up a notch. That's when he's going to play. That'll be his little fake dress rehearsal game. And then the week three, he'll be a mail-in. But every coach handles it differently. But as I stated, if you dig into each week, it's very interesting to see. Like Mike McCarthy is six and ten in first weeks of preseason, he's eleven and four in week two. So it's like I guess he gets mad after losing in week one. <laughs> More of a battle on the other side. This is sports rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. stupid horse i got my last 10 bucks on you no don't look at me run no don't come over here the late night anger management class uh we're talking about lamar jackson and um, and the Baltimore Ravens and obviously their dominance in the preseason and I want to I want to go over that a little bit with Babano and a couple of highlights and other things but uh, Malik Cunningham, Lamar Jackson, light um, out of out of Louisville. We talked about him playing. Now listen, he's listed as a quarterback, but he's also he's playing wide receiver for the Patriots as well. Right, and in the big picture, they just want him to be on the football field. They want him making plays, and I like his. I like the fact that he's like, sure, like you know what I mean. Whatever you want, coach, let's do it. And the Patriots are raving about him, um, basically saying, "Man, this guy's super fast, unbelievable, great athlete, good kid." Everyone's like got rave reviews, but Babano. He took reps at the quarterback position again. So he's been doing both, right? But he's going to be a wide receiver. Like, he's not, you know what I mean? He's not bumping Mac Jones for the job or Zappy type thing. Like, they, they view him as sort of a guy like uh, Taysom Hill. You know what I'm saying? They, we want you on the team. We, you know, we're going to get you to football in different ways. We're going to figure this out because uh, you're so freaking fast. Um, and I like it. But... And this is, you know, straight from uh, Nesson stating that uh, Malik Cunningham back at a comfortable position, taking reps. He actually took reps and basically saying that um, they want to see what he can do at quarterback tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dismiss him as a quarterback. So he's going to have something to prove when he gets out there. He's going to have something to prove uh, when he gets out there, Babano. He would. He is. I mean, I, I think he, knowing he was a quarterback in college, he's not going to just say, you know what, because you guys think I'm going to be eventually a receiver or another piece in the offense, doesn't mean I'm going to not want to show what I can do or get that opportunity, want that opportunity to prove, you know, how I can perform at the quarterback spot, my natural position here at the NFL level. So there is going to be that, you know, that focus and that mindset for him where go out there you know, and make plays, you know, don't force the football. You've got an incredible ability to move in the pocket. So, you know, make plays with your feet uh, and do. Well, all they're going to want to see Babato. Exactly. They're going to want to see, you know what? Let's run a little jet sweep with them at the quarterback in yep. the Wildcat and see what happens. And then, you know what I mean? They can right. put it in their back yep. pocket in a regular season. Right. right? Exactly. Get out there. Yep. Show them, listen, I can make some plays for you. Whatever you want. You want me to catch your football? Fine. But, hey, let me take a couple of snaps and I'll show you I'll make some plays. Right? And it's all – and it's setting a message. So, just for the record, I understand I was just told um, – is Sooner Lisa. Normally I'd be like, listen, we're in the middle of something here, but we do love Sooner Lisa, actually. I was going to say, we get calls when we're doing a segment, yeah. But, but yeah, in the middle of a segment, yeah. I'd be like, no, 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 we're not taking calls right now, but I don't want to leave Sooner Lisa on hold. She's one of the good ones. 
Yeah, I don't know. Did we upset her? Did, did something? Did, did uh, <laughs> us talking about Malik Cunningham as a uh, Oklahoma Sooner fan offend uh, her in some way? Uh, and all kidding aside, how do you doing, Sooner Lisa? Hey, Bobano, how are you? What's up, Lisa? We we didn't hear you there. Good, to, first see, there. good to hear from you, Lisa. How are you? Uh, What's going on, Lisa? Now we got you. Okay, now. Okay. Yeah, we great, got you. Great, great. Um, I'm doing well. How about you? We're all right. We're, we're doing all right. Countdown to kickoff is on. Yeah, um, football is back, baby. I'm going through Can't some win. soccer withdrawals. Like I'm a little disappointed oh. the league's cup isn't playing till Friday, but it's all good, Lisa. No, I'm ready. Uh, that makes one of us. Yeah, we're ready. Um, we're ready. Well, it's all football. But, no, we're ready. College football starts in two and a half weeks. It's getting serious right now. It does. I tell you what, last night I was uh, laying here. It was dark. It was quiet. And all of a sudden, just my room starts flashing lights, and I thought I was having a stroke. Uh, but apparently they were just testing the LED lights and everything at the stadium. But you should oh, give somebody cool. a warning, you know. <laughs> uh, that's, see, that's, you live, so yeah, you live in the shadows of the stadium, so that's when you know the season's getting real, right? They're checking the oh, lights, yeah. they're making sure that, all right, make sure the scoreboard works, the lights and stuff. I've yeah, lived next yeah. to stadiums. I know what it's like. Some, you know, you're going to get like, a, you're going to get like band, band sound checks like in the middle of nowhere sometimes. <laughs> what the oh, hell? Yeah, now- now every morning they put in the marching band uh, going down the street practicing. So it's it's. Awesome. Oh, they do. See, yeah, they're they're getting ready wow. for the season kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> can we put? Can they put some kind of test out there? Not just. I know the scoreboard. They want to make sure that's. So can we get a test right now too? That that defense is going to work too in a few weeks. Listen, for Oklahoma. I, I, I agree. I would love to see that <laughs> test as well. But we'll. It's just a wait waiting game here. We don't know. I'm 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 a little anxious about it, so we're gonna see. I think they'll be a little bit better. They should do better. College college football has imploded, Lisa. It's a whole new uh, whole new world right now. It has. It has. I was calling Nogaba in the central time zone. It is officially your birthday. So I had to call and tell you happy birthday. I appreciate that, uh Lisa. You know, we're big fans of yours. Um I'm not the biggest birthday fan because I realize, man, I'm not getting any younger now. But we do appreciate the uh, the kind words and the and the birthday well, wishes. Well, you're welcome. You know, I'm your biggest fan, so uh, it's just the positive. Got to recognize it. Yeah, we lasted another year, right? That's that's the whole thing. There like you this, go. this this world's like uh, the TV show um, Survivor. We all get voted off the island at some point <laughs> in one way, one way or the other. So the tribe hasn't spoken yet, Lisa. That's great stuff. That's but great. no, I really uh, I'm happy that uh, that's very nice of you, Lisa. I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm so anxious for football, so I'll try to tune in more. I haven't been training in a whole lot. I've been working a whole lot. So Let me ask you, are you going to smash Arkansas State in the first game? We should. That that I'm going to uh, feel pretty good about. <laughs> Arkansas, gonna, State, Arkansas State's the one team that had a worse defense in Oklahoma last year. So I agree. They probably should win pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but back, yeah, we, we get it. Yeah, yeah, back in the defense. Looking yeah. back, that's the past, man. Stop. We're gonna. They'll be better. I agree out. with you, though. They'll be better. Yeah, yeah we're gonna Bano, take out the stadium for uh, Coach Venables. Uh, his wife, uh, a couple weeks ago, got diagnosed with breast cancer. So he's been uh, having to go through surgeries and stuff with her. So all the fans have gotten together, and it's a huge thing now. So it's going to be really cool. Everybody's going to wear pink in honor of uh, Julie Venables. Oh, that's nice. Uh, well, we, we we hope she's uh, we hope uh, she wins she wins this battle. It's going to be interesting to see this year. Last year in the in in the conference, there's going to be a lot of hostilities with the teams on the way out here. Same thing in the Pac-12. You know, you know I mean, you got the last who's going to be the last champion, but you know, t- Texas and Oklahoma, big targets on their back this year in the there, Big 12. There will be. There was last year. There, there, it was clear, and um, I look so forward to going up to uh, going down over. I guess it's over to Stillwater, and I hope we just kick the crap out of So this is the last one, right? This is the yeah. last one? Yeah. Yeah. No That's more Battle of Bedlam after this year. Yeah, it's nope. brutal. Yeah. 
It's not. I don't care. Um, OSU <laughs> are the ones. They're the ones that are upset about that. We're we don't care. You're done playing. <laughs> Come on. It's, 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 so you're saying screw them. You're not. You're not going to miss them. Listen, Mike Gundy is a clown. Okay, he's a clown, and that's. I'm on the radio, so I'm being nice. <laughs> I love. I love the hostilities. I love the hostilities of uh, of college football. But Let's to be me, real, though, Gabe. Mike Mike Gundy could be Bear Bryant in terms of success in college football. Police is never going to say he's anything but a clown. Let's be real. Yeah, but, but he's but not Bear Bryant. Speak, Bobano. <laughs> he's not though. No. Have you heard him speak? She's man, she's not kind of not wrong in, 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 in a way. I, My it boy, has nothing to do with his ability to coach the, a football the, team. Oklahoma State was utter crap before Gundy got there. Like, has he brought it to great heights? No. But, you know, they were brutal. They were worse than they were well, under Gundy before say, he got there. Let's not forget, Babano. They did have Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas on the same football team. Yeah. That's like oh, the, the, that's the best. That's a good point. It's like LSU, Lisa. Right? Remember they, they had Shaquille O'Neal, Stanley Roberts, and Chris Jackson. It's like yeah, they they, could, they got bounced in the first game of the tournament. It's like you know, it's pretty hard to do. You guys have like two NBA, you know, like you know, top five picks on your team here, by the way. But uh, that, that's the way that stuff uh, works out. Shout out to our boy Roe. It's like an old reunion now. Our boy Brian Rowe in the house. Hey, bro. Hey, how's it going, bro? And, and Rod, see, this is like this is called football. The 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 unification of the dislike for Mike Gundy, in which uh, Brian Rowe says, "You're so right, uh, Lisa, about Mike Gundy. He is a clown." See, even Rucker fans are calling him a clown. There you go. Who's <laughs> a clown with a mullet? It's time to let the mullet go, Gundy. Good God. That is true. He's that that hairstyle is pathetic. Yeah, it's not good. Time well, it's times. It's nice to know college football is back when Lisa is calling in and bashing, bashing the Oklahoma State uh, cowgirls. Yep. But um, you know they're secondary to you. <laughs> I like your style. It's sort of like us Dodger fans. It's like you know people in San Diego and San Francisco like beat LA. And I remember someone told me they're like people in San Francisco hate LA. People in LA don't know where San Francisco is. <laughs> any any long horn bashing on the way out here, here Lisa? You want to tell them then? suck it too i want to tell usc to suck it yes i do lincoln riley suck it. oh usc to suck it all right yeah yeah lisa's coming after all of our uh affiliates <laughs> love you lisa hi <laughs> happy birthday sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey, you tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. And, uh, uh, speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. George! 
We've got the Michigan helmet up on the set. Uh, but we haven't gone full football mode yet. See, we've got the Women's World Cup, uh, the official ball. We've got a Dodgers helmet uh, rocking. I've got a couple of things that are behind my head that you can't see. NFL football and uh, what's that? Uh, the, the Max Verstappen Miami Red Bull helmet. Uh, but it's time. And shout out to Sooner Lisa. It's time. We're going to bust out the uh, Oklahoma Sooner helmet uh, shortly. We'll bust out the collection. Um, we'll, get the, we'll get the Oklahoma Sooner helmet uh, out soon as uh, football is nearly here. And our boy Davis Maddock, actually, who uh, joins us daily with a same-game parlay. Um, I don't know what Davis's deal is. Davis is in Kansas City. He's in Kansas City. He goes to Royals games and stuff. And um, but he's got an Oklahoma. He's got like Oklahoma Sooner gear in his studio. I'm assuming he's a Sooner fan for whatever reason. We'll ask him actually tomorrow. Uh, Ian Cameron kicking with us. Just for the record, Babano's not wrong as far as the defense is concerned. And whatever. To be honest. It was a little bit overblown in a sense because their offense kind of sucked too. That's what you know. The, the quarterback thing fell apart for them, and no one really has a good defense. There's only a handful of teams that have good defenses in college football. It's an offensive world, um, but they they need to come up with some more stops. They think they will due to the transfer portal. We'll see. I had higher expectations for the defense of Abano. Uh, last year, you know, he had such a great defense at Clemson all the time, but he had better talent at Clemson. So, like, Clemson recruits good defensive players. Oklahoma recruits offensive players. But, you know what I mean? It's like Lincoln Riley, right? Lincoln Riley was the one that recruited all those damn players, so I guess we can't be surprised. That's my point about Oklahoma's defense coming into this year, that we know Venables can coach defense. We know this. He, he had a hard time yeah. coaching Lincoln Riley's kids on defense, Babano. And you and I both know Lincoln Riley puts as much care in recruiting defensive studs as um, as Cliff Kingsbury did, bro, at Texas Tech. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you got a great offense, but you got like a bunch of high school kids on defense, bro. Did you re- think of recruiting anyone on defense? Right? That's, you know, to me, that's USC. But I think Oklahoma will be a little better. But their win total is nine and a half at Bano. So it's pretty tough. Like, if you bet the over, they can only lose two games. You know, and I like the Sooners. I pull for them. We love Lisa. I've got personal connections to the to the team uh, and, and program. But I think they're probably a nine-win team. I don't think they win ten games this year. Yeah, personally, I would only look under with that win total as well. You're asking them to be ten and two when you know they got to play Texas, the favorite to win the Big Twelve uh, this season. Uh, yeah, and the Big Twelve conference is a gauntlet. I wouldn't even look past some of the new entries into the Big Twelve. They're going to be competitive, you know, the Houston's and Cincinnati's and and. Uh, and uh, UCF, I think, is going to be the best of the new entrants. But those aren't easy games. Kansas State's never an easy team. I think Texas Tech this season in the Big 12 is going to be pretty good uh, this year. Uh, Baylor a down year last year, but, you know, never say never. Well, let's call it off for what it is. Conference. Oklahoma's schedule is easy, right? Yeah. The whole thing is, I, I wonder about Dylan Gabriel. Like, I have my reservations yeah. about just, you know, it's not easy to go 10-2, and two, even with an easy schedule, but let's be real, guys. Look at their schedule. Uh, they open up with Arkansas State. What are they? 33 and a half point favorites. They might not cover, but they're not losing. Um, they're going to beat SMU in week two. They're going to beat Tulsa in week three. So they're 3-0. and oh. They go to Cincinnati. Uh, you know, Cincinnati lost their coach. Uh, I'd be surprised if Oklahoma lost this game. So I guess they maybe they could, but let's give them the four. Iowa State just lost their quarterback and a bunch of kids for betting. Yeah. Um, and Iowa yeah. State, like, suck. And their win total is like four and a half type thing, five and a half. Um, that's another win. Oklahoma, Texas, you know, and I'm sorry, Lisa, but even, you know, even if you, as much as everyone, if you, you, you hate Texas, you can't say that Oklahoma are better. Oklahoma do not have a better roster than Texas this year. But Texas are massive chokers. So, but that's a loss. UCF and Oklahoma. Oklahoma at Kansas. That's the tricky one, Babato. The Jayhawks are pretty good now, actually. Like, that. that's a tricky one to yep. me. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Lisa can dismiss them, but it is the last Bedlam game ever, bro. That's going to be pretty freaking crazy and lit, <laughs> right? I think West Virginia suck. Oklahoma at BYU. Hey, it's not easy playing in the mountains in the altitude. And then they end with TCU at Oklahoma. 
They're ten and two or nine and three, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's like nine and a half. I was looking actually at them to be improved this year. I thought I do think defense will be better. Uh, I'm I'm willing to give Dylan Gabriel a chance because I think he's very talented. You know, Southpaw quarterback, good enough arm. He's got to just make better decisions sometimes. You know, because of his size, you know, vulnerable sometimes to taking punishment and injury could creep in. But no, to me, the defense will be better simply because luck can't be worse. Brent Venables is a defensive coach. Did a great job at Clemson for years under Dad coaching up a really good defensive unit for the Tigers year in and year out. It'll improve on that side of football, but unfortunately, they the oddsmakers had it pegged. Like I was looking to bet them over their win total, but then I saw it, and the same thing as you, nine and a half. Uh, you're not getting a bargain to bet them over. No, college, college win totals are tough. They're yeah. good. They're fun because it's fast. You know, the season's only 12 weeks. You get your money in, in the first week of December, which is pretty cool. And, you know, you can do it in September. But there's no room for error all the time. They know. Like, it's always, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's nine and a half. And, yeah, they're going to be ten. They're either going to win ten games or going to win nine games. And there's a lot of teams like that when you break down these college win totals. So, shout out to Sooner Lisa. Countdown to kickoff is on college football. Two and a half weeks. Two Saturdays. After this, we're basically two weeks away. It's the 26th. So, it's the 10th now. 16 days, guys. Um, it's 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 rapidly approaching uh, right now. But let's get back to the NFL and into the CFL here. Uh, Bano. So, we talked about the Patriot game. Uh, we got the Seattle Seahawks tomorrow night. Now, I brought it up. Pete Carroll is 26-20 and 20 in his career career in the preseason the last he's they, the Seahawks haven't been good the last two years in the preseason but ironically enough they're really good in the regular season they've gotten pretty beat up in training camp right and anyone is paying attention Kenneth Walker got hurt uh Zach Charbonnet got hurt uh they're so the two stud running backs have gotten hurt their defense is murdering people in 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 training camp they have a really good defense. They have really good young players on defense. And word out of the Seahawks camp is that their defense is just, like, flying around. They're mean. They're fast. And, you know, legion of boom type of talk type thing. There's a lot of, like, a lot of hype about that defense. Offensively, though, tomorrow, Babano, I'll just cut to it. I think this game goes under tomorrow. I think the Seahawks are going to play very vanilla. They're going to run the football. They're going to want to just get off the field without injuries. They think they can win a division this year. And their defense is freaking good. And even their backup defense guys will be good smashing people back there. What do you think of this game, Babano, uh, tomorrow night? Seahawks-Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably low scoring, although 35, man, that's a, such a low total. But I, I don't think either team is going to light up the scoreboard. I mean, uh, you're going to see mostly uh, Drew Locke and Holt Nailers, by the way, East Carolina quarterback, rookie now, uh, is going to see a lot of the second half. And you know what's funny for Minnesota? You won't you know, see much really of Drew Locke either, dude. They know no, he's the backup. Holt Nailers. Yeah, yeah. You saw like Cleveland, right? Teams don't want to lose their backup. It's like, ah, play the third and fourth string guy. That's the way they yep. think now. Yeah, and same with Minnesota. I mean, obviously no Cousins, but you know, you're probably not going to see much of Nick Mullins, who's the backup to Kirk Cousins, because they only have three quarterbacks on their roster. You're going to see mostly second half. Holton Naylor's for uh, Seattle. Jaron Hall, the rookie out of BYU for Minnesota. So, and those aren't bad on quarterbacks. He's good. In this, especially with, yeah. Hall's good, with actually. Yeah, be, Hall was be, good. Yeah, Hall was pretty good at BYU. I'd probably favor him a little bit over Holt Naylor's. You know, I actually lean, because I don't love this game. I don't expect to be betting much on it, if at all. But, you know, more than a field goal. If you're going to lay more than a field goal in the first preseason game, you have to have a really, really strong bet on component and a really strong bet against component. I don't think there's enough of either, for me personally, to lay more than a field goal with Seattle in this game. So I'm not loving the idea of jumping up to bet Minnesota. They haven't been a good preseason team, at least last year, under uh, O'Connell. And you mentioned Carroll's long term record in the preseason for Seattle, but a lot of the wins were early. But he hasn't been a great preseason coach here the last few years as far as wins and losses. Just not as much interest in winning those August games. So I'd probably play Minnesota at plus three and a half to bet a side here, but I don't love this game. In the preseason, don't lay points with point spreads. Bite the bullet. Play money lines. If you like the favorite, just play the money line. If you like the underdog, just take the points. Because a lot of these games end up being close. And if your book will allow you to tease the games, 
I don't have a problem with that, uh, teasing the games either, because the, the you saw last week in the, in the Hall of Fame game, you know, teasers hit on all sides. You could have teased the over, you teased the under, you teased the Jets, you teased the Browns, everybody won. And that's why a lot of books don't want to let you do preseason teasers because you can really drill them um, with, with preseason teasers. Okay, CFL football. Um, CFL, the crazy football league. The Edmonton Elks have lost 21 consecutive home games. They're going to win a big Blue Bombers. 12 and a half of a banner. we got about two and a half minutes for the break here. So what do you think of uh, this game? Bombers are 12 and a half point favorites. The total is 45. I'm giving the Elks one chance to prove me they're not incompetent. Uh, I, I'm going to take them in this spot, uh, getting the points. Uh, getting eight the weeks 12, of it hasn't enough yet. <laughs> yeah, they haven't proven it yet. Yeah, eight weeks of losing, and I get it. 0-4 straight up, 0-4 against the spread, and the 20-plus game losing streak at home. I get all that, but I'll say this: for as lousy and pathetic as they are, if this is if there's one spot that can do something to put them in the right direction, it's this spot. It couldn't be any better for them. They're off a bye. They made a much-needed change with the play calling because I don't think McAdoo was doing well. They made a much-needed change at quarterback. Trey Ford's deserved a, a shot for a while now, and he's finally going to get that shot. He got them a win in Hamilton last year when he started. Then he got hurt the very next game, and we didn't see him again uh, because of that injury to Calgary last year after he won against Hamilton. So recharged energy, that's what I'm hearing with Edmonton. Now they're playing a great Winnipeg team, but Winnipeg just beat them 28-14 two weeks ago. They had a huge revenge game that they blew out BC. They wanted that one badly, and I I just don't think you get the Bombers best here. You know, you get kind of like what we saw with Toronto against Calgary last week, where they're just not on their game, not sharp. And hopefully Edmonton can take advantage of that uh, and stay close. So I'm grabbing it in this spot with Edmonton plus 12. I like the over, actually, just as much, uh, if not more. Because Jarius Jackson, the new OC for Edmonton, it says we are going to try to take some deep shots. We're not suddenly going to become a pass-heavy offense and a deep ball passing offense. But all the offense has been for Edmonton with Cornelius was run plays and these dink and dunk passes, they're going to at least take some shots vertically down the field with Ford uh, here, which I like. You know, they got to try to put some explosiveness uh, in their offense because Edmonton hasn't had any of it this year. So, And Winnipeg, we know, is always good to score points against anybody uh, when they're clicking with that run-pass balance of theirs. Uh, so I like the over here, 45. Ian Cameron kicking with us. Rough Riders and Alouettes on Friday night. Alouettes average win margin this year, 13.25 points. Now up to five and a half, though. Montreal have been a scrappy underdog and a good team to bet and pick them situations. I'm not sure about laying five and a half points. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. 
three-minute warning. Quickest 180 minutes of sports talk radio continues. This is Sports Rage. We've got Ian Cameron uh, with us, so we'll pick up the pace uh, here. Alouettes are five-and-a-half-point favorites. It was four-and-a-half. It's five-and-a-half now. The total is 44-and-a-half. Friday night uh, football. Uh, Saturday night, Calgary Stampeders and the BC Lions. BC are now six-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 45-and-a-half. And then uh, Sunday, there's some uncertainty about the quarterback situation uh, for the the Argonauts coming off their first loss uh, of the year. And we told you guys last week, the Argos, there's a a history with a lot of East-West teams when they go to each other's cities in which they just never simply win. Uh, But uh, what do you think, Babano? we got about uh, two minutes here. So what do you got in the remaining CFL games you want to share with us? So Cody Fajardo practiced today, uh, but Jason Moss said game time decision for Friday night against uh, Saskatchewan. And so uh, Caleb Evans got a lot of reps as well. He's the backup, of course, to uh, Fajardo in Montreal. Um, if Fajardo plays, I like Montreal early. I already bet Montreal, minus four and a half. Um, but then I saw that Fajardo wasn't practicing, but I might buy out of it if, if he doesn't play. But if he doesn't play, I like the under. Well, it's kind of one of those deals where if he plays, I like Montreal. If he doesn't play, I like the under. Because if it's Mason Fine versus Caleb Evans, you know, I think the defenses on both teams are pretty good. I think Saskatchewan played their best defensive game of the season last week against Ottawa. They finally got pressure. Uh, Montreal's O-line still a little bit shaky. And I don't think Saskatchewan's going up and down the field against Montreal's defense with Sean Lemon, who's been good. So I like the under, especially if Cody doesn't play. I'm on BC against Calgary. Uh, the pure spot after, you know, them getting just whipped in Winnipeg last week. Don't panic. It's a good BC Lions team that just had a really bad game in a tough spot, short week, third game in 13 days against a rested Winnipeg team that was ready for them. I think BC bounce seven because they do win by at least seven at home and more often three and oh straight up in ETS at BC place this year so that's the Lions in that game I agree with the line and Ottawa plus seven and a half they've lost four of their five losses game for Ottawa eight points or less they've been losing but they're competitive it might be too many points even if Chad Kelly plays Ian Cameron. We'll catch up with him later in the week. Great stuff of battle. Thank you for joining us. The Late Night Anger Management Class continues. Bring it. This is Sports Rage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.